don't want to take all the credit, but... But he's going to take some. Nor should you. <laughs> well, that leads to the next question, Ashley. Has your dad ever given you any helpful advice oh, after no, the no. age of seven? You don't have to answer that, Ashley. Live your life with purpose. Change someone's life for the better and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. In this episode, Dan, Brian, and Terry are joined by a special guest to talk about the different seasons of life. Now let's get started. In Psalm 31 of the Bible, David says, my times are in your hand. Of course, he's talking about in the hands of the Lord and all of our times are in his hands. Today, we're going to talk about the times we go through and the seasons of life that we all experience. We have a special guest who has earned her master's degree in marketing. She is the co-founder of Color Outside Marketing and Branding Company. She's a mother of three, a communications director at her church. She's the head of the women's ministry. She is 37 years old, and she yet she's accomplished so much. She also happens to be the daughter of one of the founding members of Fearless Faith. My name is Dan Wheeler, Brian Rowland is here, and Terry Steen is here. We are the founders of Fearless Faith, and Terry, I'm gonna have you introduce this special young lady that I just described. It, of course, would be my pleasure. She's an exceptional woman, she's mature beyond her years. In fact, I think about the time she hits seven, she and I hit the same maturity level and uh, <laughs> hasn't changed too much since then. And she then. blew right past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't say her name, so could you say her name? Yes, Ashley Earwood. <laughs> Ashley, welcome to uh, Finish Strong. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I'm so glad to be here today. I'm so honored, and honestly, it's been such a treat and a privilege to watch Fearless Faith grow over the years. I got to see you guys starting out and just stepping out in faith and it's been um, such a privilege to watch god bless your ministry and just get to kind of be on the sidelines cheering you on it's really exciting thanks ash and you know we we appreciate you coming on with all these old men so you may need to provide the energy we tend to doze off here and there so You've got a lot of responsibility, so I have a feeling, Dad, you bring enough energy as it is. You don't need me. Hey, we want to talk about in this session seasons of life, and as you know, there are so many seasons that come and go. And with you being a, a young woman, you have different seasons in life than the three of us two. And uh, we were, I was thinking that just a few weeks ago, you actually had the opportunity to speak to your church. Your, your, uh, your husband's the pastor of the church. So you're a pastor's wife on top of everything else you're doing. And you got that opportunity to speak on seasons of life. So I thought it'd be perfect to have you on here and share your heart, share some of the information that you uh, learned and gained through your scripture study. So why don't you just open up and start with what made you do that sermon? What was the impetus that got you reflecting on seasons of life? Sure. It's honestly, it's a, it's a topic that I'm really passionate about. 
not only because I've seen the Lord teach me a lot through the various seasons that I've walked through being only 37 years old. I know I have a lot more ahead of me, but I, anybody who's lived just a couple years can, can kind of figure out that God works and God has designed our lives to be lived through seasons. And I feel like if we can kind of grasp that and understand that we can learn to be uh, much more fruitful and much more productive in each season of life. And so it's something that I'm passionate about. And as you mentioned, my husband and I are, are pastors. And so being in ministry, I've run the gamut of working with different generations. So we've, we've been youth pastors where I've had the opportunity to mentor young teenagers all the way to we've, we've pastored um, a church of retirees to now pastoring a multi-generational church. And so I have a lot of respect for the gamut of the seasons of life and, and all the different challenges and all the different things that come along with being different ages and things like that. And so that was really my heart behind my message to our church was the importance of seasons and truly how every season of life has significance. Um, That was something that I really found to hit a nerve with people is every season is significant. And God's word really tells us that that's not just something, you know, I'm giving lip service to because in Ecclesiastes three, Solomon, the wisest man ever, wrote, there's a season for everything and a time and a purpose for everything under heaven. And so that was really um, the gamut of and and kind of the purpose behind that of understanding the seasons of our life and that God is not limited by the season that you're in. God's not limited by your environment, your soil, your fruit. He can do anything, no matter the season, and he can produce fruit in your life, no matter where you're at. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, you've been, you've been able to minister to, you've mentioned all these different age groups. So what would you say was the common misconception that you see when it comes to how people approach their individual seasons of life? That's a great question. Um, I think typically when, when you're in a, maybe younger season of life, it's easy to want to rush through. Um, and I found working with older women more recently, um, some of those later seasons in life, it's hard to perhaps find or believe the significance in them. Um, and that's, that's a general blanket statement. Obviously that doesn't apply to everybody, but, Mm um, I think I have seen that the people that will slow down and recognize and look for the ways that God is trying to develop them in every season. And I can speak from experience in myself. There are certainly maybe seasons of life when I was raising babies that that could not go fast enough, Right, (laughs) But, but there was so much to be developed in me and so much that I learned in that season that now I wish I could go back. And so I think that's that's kind of a common challenge for all of us. Hmm. Well, Ash, is there a story or a passage from the Bible that would say really has illuminated this idea of seasons for you? Yeah. When you think through the book of Ruth, there's this mm-hmm. story of Ruth and Naomi, her mother-in-law, right? And they found themselves 
at the beginning of the, the book, married women, and then very quickly became widows. That was an immediate, drastic change of their season mm-hmm. of life. Yeah. But then they traveled to a new land, uh, a new place, um, and again, found themselves in a brand new season of life. And so I love that story because I see partnership and mentorship between a younger and an older woman and really watching this younger woman who's finding herself in a brand new place, doesn't know anybody, learning about this God um, that she doesn't know, and yet allowing the older woman to speak into her life, to guide her, to lead her. And ultimately, the story has an incredibly happy ending. And these both of these women find themselves in a brand new season of fruitfulness and generations to come. Yeah, um, you said something that was really hit me there. I always thought of seasons of life like my 20s, my 30s, my mm-hmm. 40s, my 50s. But suddenly they lost their husbands and they were in a new season. So it could have been she's in her 20s, the other one's in her 50s, say, and yet they're all, they're both in a new season automatically and not just a generational. Exactly. Interesting. And I think that's what's so beautiful is that seasons really aren't limited to our age, right? Yeah. Um, right. Many times it's based on circumstances. It's based on your environment. And so there's we limit ourselves so much generationally yeah. to be able to learn and grow from one another. Mm. Ashley, you mentioned the mentoring part there. And, you know, we have a number of ladies that are, let's just say, not your age that listen to this <laughs> podcast. What would be your mm-hmm. challenge or your thoughts to share with them? How important is that mentoring? How has that impacted you personally? Have you had an older mentor that's been helpful to you? Absolutely. Um, I really believe there's some misconceptions about mentorship that really make it a challenge for for people, perhaps women or, or men even, to get over. And so I've really been able to find mentors in my life that maybe not don't don't speak to every aspect of my life, but I can learn one thing from. Yeah. You know, maybe I can learn about mothering from this woman. Maybe this woman's going to teach me how to be a better cook. Maybe this woman is going to teach me how to be a better wife or how to study the Bible more. You know, and so um, I don't think we can limit that idea of mentorship, but it's also so important. And so I really encourage the older ladies in our church to. Um, not believe that lie that their fruitful years are behind them, but there's actually a lot more investment that God really has for them. There's a lot of purpose, I believe, in the older generation to really speak life into perhaps ladies my age or even a younger generation. You mentioned earlier that uh, you kind of wanted to rush through the early stage with your kids, the baby stage. And it reminds me, I used to always say to my girls, you're growing up too fast, slow down. And now my oldest daughter is saying the same thing to her kids. There's a song by Kenny Chesney called Don't Blink. And he talks about how fast it goes. And I think Brian, Terry, and I at our age, we look back and we realize that our life is but a vapor. So it is important to really cherish each season and find a purpose in every season. How have you been able to do that? 
Hmm, that's a great question. I don't know that I've done it well <laughs> in every season, but I think a lot of the success of that comes from, again, just that close walk with the Lord and constantly reevaluating your surrender to the Lord to say, you know, man, God, I don't really like this season. <laughs> I don't like the environment that I'm in right now, but would you change my heart? Would you help me see what I can't see? Would you change my perspective? Would you, would you let, help me learn what I need to in this season? And sometimes it's as simple as help me learn quickly so that we can move on from this season. <laughs> and then, you know, other times there are seasons you don't want to end. Um, but either way, I think that that surrender to the Lord and in, in searching his will and his purpose yeah, I think as we, as the three of us have gotten older, it's it's a little bit easier to reflect back and think about some of the different seasons. And while we were in them, we did not want to be in them. <laughs> but now as we reflect back, it's like, oh, so that, that was for a season. It was only for a certain period of time. And there was some benefit to that. And until you get past it, and be able to look back and reflect on it, you can appreciate that, can you? My husband and I live in Northern California, and we live in an agricultural area. And so there's grapevines everywhere and cherry trees. There's groves of almond trees. I mean, there's there's so much agriculture. And so we have um, fruit trees in our backyard for the first time ever. And it's been such a joy to watch, especially with our children, the process of these trees bearing fruit and watch the change in these plants through the seasons. And I, and I see now why so many of Jesus's examples have to do, you know, with the, the vine and the branch and the seasons of life, because even though you might not see the final product of the fruit on the tree, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of work and activity happening behind the scenes and under the surface and within the roots. And I think if we can see our lives and our spiritual lives that way, there's a lot more fulfillment and purpose in each season. David mentions in Psalm 1-3 that uh, if we are following the Lord and walking in His ways, we'll be like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. And as you mentioned, important to find that fruit in each season. I'm wondering how you would describe a season of life, because it's not necessarily a certain period of years. It's kind of where you are in your development with your children and, and uh, as time goes by. But as Brian mentioned with Naomi and Ruth, uh, you know, you lose a spouse, suddenly that's a new season. I've experienced that. It's a whole new season when suddenly you're alone after you've been with someone for 36 years as I was. How would you describe a season? Hmm, that's a hard question, right? Because I think much of our seasons are circumstantial. I would consider our circumstances or our environments can sometimes dictate our seasons. And so just like you said, our relationships, how our relationships change. Um, and that means that at any point within an hour, within a day, within a week, your season could change. Definitely less based on your age. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. You know who comes to my mind and uh, is Joseph. 
when you look at his life and you look at the different seasons, he was the dad's favorite with the great coat. He was hated by his brothers. Next thing you know, he's in the pit, ready to be killed. Then he's sold as, and I don't need to go through the whole story, but the reality is when you see the seasons he went through, where he had the huge highs, where he was basically running Pharaoh's entire household. And then the next thing you know, he's in prison. Then he's back running the country. And it's just, he's all over the map. And each one of those is a season. And in each of those times he learned when he was in the pit, he learned, oh man, I better not be so boastful. I better be a little more humble. Then he's in prison and he and he learned administrative responsibilities. He learned to hear God through vision and dreams. And so each step was a learning process. But Joseph's a great example of going through the different seasons of life. You know, I see too, uh, over in Proverbs 31, I I love that because I remember she says to my mom all the time about the wife of noble character. And we talk about that. And uh, and I always reflect on it. I would go verse after verse, go, this is you, mom, this is you. But she was the same what you were saying. She was rooted and she kept renewing her strength through the Lord. And I think that this verse I really like is 31 uh, verse 25, where it says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Mm. And I think that is great because it's like whatever's going to come at you next, she's ready for. And it's a new season, but she's going to be able to handle. And that's, that's what I take out of that too. And what you were saying about the tree and the root, I thought how perfect that was. I love that, Brian. That actually reminds me of Jeremiah 17 that talks about uh, being a tree planted by the water and right. says that it spreads out its roots by the river and it will not fear the heat when it comes, but its leaves will be green and moist and it won't be anxious and concerned in a year of drought nor stop bearing fruit. And I, I love that picture of it doesn't matter the season. It doesn't matter if it's summer, winter, fall, spring, if you're planted in the Lord, if you're a person who trusts and relies on the Lord, then you're always going to be bearing fruit, no matter the season. Yeah. Ashley, do you think there's a way people can prepare for the next season that could be coming? Are, are you starting to prepare for a next season in your life? Absolutely. I mean, particularly being a mother and having young kids in the house, and I'm kind of halfway through that mothering journey. My oldest is 12. I'm... I'm really realizing in the in these moments and in these days how quickly mm-hmm. time goes. And so um, it's really awakened me to be in, incredibly purposeful and incredibly intentional in what I would say maybe the second half of my parenting journey before my kids are at that age where they're leaving the house or graduating high school. And so even now I'm having conversations with the Lord about, God, what, what do you, what do you want to do in me so that I can be a better mom in this next season of parenting teenagers? What, what do I need to change in my life so that I can be a better model to my soon to be teenage daughters? You know, what, what are the things that we need to work on in our marriage so that we're a better example as our kids get older and older? So I think whether it's parenting or, um, work or whatever it may be, there's always opportunity to make sure that we're preparing ourselves in our walk with the Lord to be ready for whatever that next season is. And if I could just add, 
she has some exceptional children. And I don't want to take all the credit, but... Quentin's going to take some. Nor should you. <laughs> well, that leads to the next question, Ashley. Has your dad ever given you any helpful advice oh, after no, the no. age of seven? You don't have to answer that, Ashley. <laughs> of course he has. I am so blessed to have him as my father. And I was thinking about it dad has lived his life in such a way that we didn't necessarily have this relationship where he was just constantly giving me advice. I really Mm. believe he set the example for me to learn by living his life. Well, you know, he is, he is an absolute follower of Jesus. He is the quintessential servant. And I learned so much from him just watching how he lived his life. And I believe that, again, going back to just that seasons and generations, I believe that is how we can invest in one another. And the importance of learning from others in their seasons is having that community and having those relationships where we can learn just by watching other people's lives. Is, some, is somebody cutting onions? You can't see it, but Terry's... Tearing up. He needs needs a box of tissues. (laughs) Must make you proud, Terry. Seriously, we tease you a lot, but I agree with everything Ashley said. I don't know if Brian and John do, but I I do. I do. Yeah. If if we have some of our listeners that may be going through a tough season, it's, it's much easier to handle going through a great season when everything's high. You don't need too much input on how to handle that outside of don't get prideful. But what, what would you have to say for someone who is going through a challenging season right now? And like uh, Dan had said earlier, we had gotten some prayer requests in that people there's some people that are just ready to throw in the towel and give up. And they're wondering if this season will ever end. How could you encourage them? I think I would say two things. One is that seasons change. And and that's the, the beautiful thing about seasons is that they're not permanent. They're not forever. And you're not always going to be in this season and in this situation. Um, I know it feels like it when you're, when you're going through the valley, yeah. um, but it, you're not going to be there forever. And the second thing I would just say is to, in every season, but particularly those hard ones, you've got to lean into Jesus. You've got to lean into the Lord and his word. And if there's nothing else to do, but read the Psalms and pray, you know, praise him through the pain, then fight to do that because he will meet you where you're at and he will he will encourage you and he will walk with you through that. Wow, that's a great conclusion. Ashley, thank you so much for being with us. Terry, thanks for sharing your daughter with us uh, and her time. She's taught us a lot about seasons in life. And now, guys, as we wrap up, I, I think there's a passage in James 4, 13 uh, and 14, which is really critical. It says, now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. So guys, you know, we need to finish strong by realizing 
that every day of every season we are in as a gift. What are your thoughts about that? So true. So true. And and, and I think it's just, I think something I've taken away from this conversation is just to realize and be more reflective that we are going through seasons. And if we acknowledge them, then I think we can focus in and deal with them a little bit better. Yeah, and we realize that Karen did do a really good job with that's Ashley. Right, that's right. You did. Oh my you goodness. did have some input there, <laughs> Brian. What are your thoughts as we wrap up? No, I was thinking that you know when you're going through a season and if you're walking with the Lord, and then you get out of that season and, and you know get away from them and then get back into it again, how much you've lost in that time that that you've given away? You basically just gave it up. And so it's, it's, it's really critical that you stay in the Word, like Ashley was saying. You dig deeper and get those roots. Thanks again, Ashley. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm going to end by going back to something uh, Ashley said at the very beginning. Every season is significant, and God has planted each of us for a purpose. And that purpose is to bear fruit. God bless you. Thanks for listening. And please join us again for our next episode of Finish Strong with Fearless Faith. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.